Hello and welcome, dearest Inspired Podcast community, to our new episode. And my today's interview guest is not Florian K. It says in your in your subtitles, but it is Chris. And I met Chris through Florian. It's his husband, and we met in person twice. It was in Los Angeles in in September at the Rami El Batravi. training event in Los Angeles and also I visited Chris and Florian <laughs> in Albuquerque, New Mexico. It was a pleasure and today I have the honor to interview you and I would like to introduce you yourself. Okay, well, my name is Chris Hodkinson. I'm a shamanic healer. Uh, as Caroline said, I'm in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Uh, we just moved to a new place uh, at the beginning of November. Uh, basically, we moved from the west side of the city over to the east side in the foothills area. And we did have uh, Carolyn visit us for a few days a couple of weeks ago, which was great fun. We did some hiking <clears throat> in Envito Canyon. Uh, we went down and, and toured Old Town, Albuquerque, uh, which, which was a lot of fun. They had all the Christmas decorations up. And um, I, I have a, a Facebook group uh, that I've uh, been in existence for about six months. Uh, right now we have about 630 members. And uh, this is the community of uh, people who already have some practice in place, some modality, whether that be sound healing, acupuncture, um, could be any kind of a practice that is already in existence. And it's a private group that's by invitation only. And so uh, if you have a practice of your own and you would like to be a part of that, uh, just simply reach out to me by a uh, Facebook DM. You can find me uh, by looking uh, up uh, Christopher with a K, last name Hodkinson, H-O-D, K-I-N-S-O-N, and we get you in the group. Now, I not only perform um, shamanic healing in person and via Zoom, uh, I also offer a course to the members of the group, and that is a course instructing on how to become a shamanic healer. Anybody can do this. Not everyone is uh, a shaman, But anyone can become a shamanic healer. Now, the techniques of that are very simple. Uh, I couldn't tell you one person that I don't feel is capable of doing that unless they've got some deep, deep uh, mental issues, I would say. But otherwise, any normal person can learn how to do that and add it to their practice. And that's really what um, a big part of what that's all about. Oh, thank you so much for these insights. And I remember when I was at your house, I had the pleasure to witness a shamanic healing session for myself. And this was really life-changing. I can tell you, I still feel the the outcome, let's say, or the, the result of that. It felt really, really good. So it worked. I can, I'm proof. And yeah, let's go to the first question is, what inspires you? Well, the thing that inspires me more than anything is um, 
I'm going to say my spirit guide, excuse me, my spirit guides and power animals. Because as, as a shamanic healer, I'm, I'm sort of the middleman. They refer to the shamanic healer as the hollow bone through which, you know, the spirit guides, power animals, and uh, ancestors work. They do all the work. They really do. Um, you as, you know, myself as a healer, you know, I am simply the one that sets everything up and, <clears throat> you know, sets the stage for them to come in and, and do the healing. So they inspire me greatly. Uh, the other part of this that, you know, I find incredible is every day I learn something, you know, from a member or, you know, I'm watching someone else's live. Uh, it, you know, it could be an article that they posted or whatnot. And, you know, I learn something new every day. So, you know, I, I don't know that I'm ever going to get to the point where I know everything, but I'm closer to that than I was uh, a year ago. Um, and so the fact that there is so much to learn still uh, is very inspiring. I mean, I would be disappointed if a day went by that I didn't learn something new. Oh, this sounds great. That means you are open to the opportunity to be inspired. And and the other thing you said about the spiritual animals, I love that so much. I had the tendency to think, oh, these are things we don't see. Mm -hmm. We don't see with our eyes, with our physical eyes. Uh, maybe you can tell us more about the spiritual animals. Yeah, yeah, the uh, power animals. Mm -hmm. These are uh, basically... Whenever you start out as a shamanic healer, <clears throat> um, what, what I advise all of my students is this. The first thing that you need to do is identify your spirit guides and power animals. You have to assemble a team of, you know, entities from non-ordinary reality. And so you've got, whenever you're starting out, uh, everything is based on journeying. Uh, journeying is a form of meditation. And so what I uh, have done and do for uh, people in my group is if they have not yet identified their spirit guides and power animals, I can take them on a guided journey. And basically we journey to the, to the lower realm. Uh, that's where the power animals are located. And, you know, we'll walk through the lower realm and, important thing to know about the power animals is they choose you not the other way around so you just present yourself they know what you need uh you know they know how they would fit into your team and so they present themselves you have a conversation about what their capabilities are and uh you know getting sort of a getting to know you type thing and so once you establish those relationships Uh, when it's time to actually perform a healing session, they will come. Uh, you know, you, you, you don't have to journey and go looking for them. They will come when you want them to. And <clears throat> the ones that are necessary for that day. So basically, it depends on what type of a situation you've got going on with the client. Uh, they know what the client needs. And so they don't necessarily all show up at the time of the session. Uh, the ones that are going to be pertinent to that session come in. And, you know, I prepare the clients, you know, I, I set the stage, I, I do 
you know, all the ceremonial things. And then at, at some point I turn it over to them and they begin doing the healing. And like you said, it's not necessarily something that you can see with your eyes happening. Uh, you, you see this with your third eye uh, <clears throat> through the pineal gland. Uh, you're able to see the third eye. And so I'm able to see, and, and if I'm having a difficult time with that, I, I use this, and that's called a prophecy stone. I've had this for maybe five, four or five months, and it's a matter of getting used to. So whenever I'm having a difficult time seeing what's going on, I just hold this up to my third eye, and I can see it all, you know, happening, you know, what they're doing. <clears throat> and it, it's it's interesting because you, you kind of learn what to say and what not to say. You know, I, I was... Uh, conducting a healing session and i said to one of my power animals you know i'm looking inside this person's body and i say to the power animal which was a, a bobcat i was like is it supposed to look like that and <laughs> it's kind of raised a little bit of an alarm with the client so i've learned to you know telepathically communicate for the most part with the power animals during the session because you don't you don't want the client to be the least bit concerned with what's physically happening to them. You know, all they need to know is that they're going to, uh, whenever they come out of the trance, so to speak, uh, they'll be alleviated from whatever problem they had coming in. Yes, and that is what I felt after the session with you. Uh, yeah, I was surprised when you told me which animals were involved in there. I will not reveal it now, but I remember also um, doing a meditation Uh, before um, to identify those power animals. Uh, yeah, I love that. I would love for everyone in the inspired community to have this session with you to identify for those who who don't know already their power animals. Yes, thank you so much. Wow, this is so amazing. So my next question is, who inspires you? Who inspired me? <clears throat> well, you know, I became a full-time practitioner earlier this year, uh, early part of the year. And I had come, I moved to New Mexico seven years ago. And that was my intention from the time that I moved out here was to do that. But I kept working and, you know, doing other things that were taking that time away. Uh, so I, I won't say I was inspired by any specific person because You know, as it turns out, as I've come to know in the last 10, 10 to 12 years, I had chosen to be a shamanic healer between lifetimes. So that was my choice. And it was the job of my higher self and, you know, other spirits to, you know, get me to the point where I was doing that. And earlier this year, um, you know, I was finally put in a position to where I, I became extremely ill and could not continue working my job in the corporate world. And so that ended and, you know, I was, I was ill for about a month and a half before I finally, you know, got, you know, got myself together, but I was actually healed by uh, one of the archangels, uh, Raphael. Um, I was, I was too sick to heal myself. And so, you know, one day in March, early March, I was laying on the bed <clears throat> And I don't know what was wrong with me, but one of the one of the problems was I couldn't sleep. 
uh, horribly fatigued that I could not sleep. So I'm laying on the, on the bed, unable to sleep, and I feel someone sit down on the foot of the bed on the other side. And I mean, it wasn't just a feeling. It, I could hear the springs creak, uh, the, the whole nine yards. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, there's somebody in here with me. Um, be, the door was closed, so it wouldn't be either one of the dogs. So um, it was the Archangel Raphael who came to heal me and instill in me that, you know, this is where everything needs to change. When you become capable, you will, you know, establish a practice, a full-time practice, which is what you'll do. And, um, <clears throat> you know, teach people how to do this and so forth. So I guess you could say the, uh, uh, for this year, anyway, the, the, uh, the Archangel Raphael is probably the most, uh, a key figure in why I'm doing this. Oh, I love that very much. Yes. I heard of it before, of course. Yes. You you made it visible for me, the archangel sitting there and, and helping you. Wow. This is inspiring. <laughs> so my next question is, how do you inspire others? You did with me, but what else can you offer? Yeah, it, it's really, you know, I'm, it's like I tell, you know, I go, I go live every Wednesday and what I, what I tell people is, you know, I'm not here to, you know, preach to anyone and tell you what's right and what's wrong. You know, I can give you information, insights, the things that I have experienced and I know, and you make up your own mind if, if that <clears throat> is going to work for you. You know, everybody isn't on the same page here. I mean, I've, I have sent out invitations to people to be a part of the group and, you know, ended up getting a lecture from them. You know, who do I think I am? And, you know, I'm wasting my time. I can't be a shaman for a variety of reasons, da, da, da. And, you know, I don't get into arguments with anybody. You know, it's just like, well, your beliefs are your own. Um, but what I've, you know, I meet individually with members of the, the group and, you know, just to see if really shamanic healing is going to fit with their modality, you know, with their existing practice. And, you know, one of the things that I've done, you know, is, you know, I come across every now and then members who have practices that aren't charging for what they do. And so I help them to establish a price list and, you know, ensure that they, because really it, it's not a matter of greed. You know, a lot of people think, well, shamans shouldn't be charging anything for what they do. Um, that's kind of true, but honestly, you have to expect some sort because you are putting out quality energy that is healing people, not just treating them, but you are healing people completely of certain conditions, and that has value on an energetic level. And so... You know, you you as a healer should expect to get that energy back in some form. Now, that can be bartering. It can be money. It can be, you know, a, a service of their own. They may have a, a class that they instruct or a program. I've traded out programs with others as well. And so, um, you know, that that's the one thing that I feel that I've inspired more people about in the group is, you know, you should be expecting something in return for what you're doing. Um, yes. and, and I get a lot of positive feedback about it. Yeah, at least let's say 
asking asking or or making people aware that yeah there has to be an energy exchange and yeah i i was thinking about it as well about what is it what is the energy exchange and is uh, when you are vibrating and on a higher frequency mm. and you teach people or you you um you levitate is this the word i don't know you levitate you level up people to your frequency and this and what they pay for is this gap mm -hmm. they 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 get to your frequency mm -hmm. yeah this is how i understand the word energy exchange so yes. thank you for pointing that out yeah and now your gifts and talents to the world i think we know already mm -hmm. and do you have a special offer I know healing sessions and your Facebook group is amazing. People can reach out to you. You said already through Facebook. It's your favorite um, channel or social media mm -hmm. uh, platform. Yes. What else can you present? Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I asked, when is this going to be posted? Is it going to be this week, this, this interview? This podcast is online on 19th of December. Yeah, it's the 28th episode. Uh, yeah, immediately. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, you know, what, I, what I'm willing to offer um, for those who, you know, are interested in a healing. And like I said, it can be healing anything. And one of the things that I specialize in is un unvaccinating people. Mm -hmm. um, you know, that that is one of the things that I that I thought was going to really you know make it take off and I've, and I've had quite a few people that have done that for but not it hasn't exploded like it should so um, anyone who is not an existing practitioner that is just looking for a healing session uh, I will offer that to you at, at half price and all you have to do is to reach out to me on Facebook DM uh, with the word spirit Mm -hmm. and you know between now and the end of this month and i will give you 50 percent off a session uh if you are an existing practitioner of any type and you are interested in joining the the group that i have on facebook uh you know just send me a dm uh, indicate you're a practitioner and i'll you know send you uh the link to uh answer some questions and become a member and that's entirely free now, once they become a member, they would have until the end of this month, end of the year, uh, 31st of December, uh, to also give me the keyword uh, spirit, and they will get 50% off the enrollment uh, for that, uh, my program. Now, the program itself is uh, six modules, well, seven modules, actually, uh, all together, but it would take you about six, six to eight weeks to complete that. And once you have completed the, the modules, uh, you you will be a functional uh, shamanic healer. You know that's that's what I do is I, I guide students through every step, you know, of the way. Uh, th this isn't a doctrine to where it's okay. This must happen and this must happen. You know, I tell you, I I tell you, okay, this is why we do this. This is why we don't do this. And you can do it if you want to. Um, because every shaman is different, you, you, you get your own techniques, but the, the core of it all, uh, there are certain core aspects that, that you've got to uh, observe and follow. 
And so, yeah, there's 50% off uh, anything that I offer from now until the end of the year, just by uh, DMing me on Facebook and uh, using the keyword spirit. Thank you so much. That is so generous. And I, I want to emphasize once again, your, um, you call it unvaccinate, right? Is this the word? Right. Yeah, and I, I witnessed this, and, and I can tell you this is unique. I never saw this before. I never experienced it. So reach out to Chris. This is really very, very special, extraordinary, and all, all at once. So I am very inspired by you, and we will talk again soon. Thank awesome. you so much, and Thank see you, you in the next episode. Yeah, you're welcome. Always, let's do this again every year.